You look good without them. We're live. Good morning, Mark. Episode 306, Mark's disappeared. Um, we're going to be talking about the smartest people we know or person maybe that we know in real estate. Mark, you look good without your glasses there, mate. Nah, it's got to get glasses, man. You know, it just doesn't feel normal. How are you this one? This is really interesting, hey? We're talking about the, some of my favorite people in the world. Yep. Are we talking about one person or are we talking about multiple people today, would you say? Is there a single smartest or has everyone got their different uh, intrinsic reasons why they are the smartest people at, uh, at real estate or within real estate or property? Do you know what? Um, the guys that I know, so look, agent 27 years right and love property and you always you're always looking for the secret or you're always looking for the code the da vinci code um you're always looking at what's important for you um and this morning i wanted to talk about some of the heroes to me uh in real estate and what they have in common to become heroes in, in, in uh, and these are particularly property people. So, yep, on all scales. So whether the, whether they may maybe it's uh, someone like uh, Harry Triggerbot, uh, I think yep. one of the top three wealthiest men in the country, or I personally had a couple of meetings with. Yeah. Uh, to Mr. Bruno Scalucho, DY uh, entrepreneur, ninety yep. years of age. To, Hustler. Hey. Hustler. 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 Uh, to, uh, to a friend, a friend Theo. Um, but it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing meeting these guys. And I wanted to talk about what these guys have in common. Um, yep. And, uh, and yeah, that's All today's right. topic. All right. Well, we'll be back in 30 seconds then, won't we? Really? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know why we did that. <laughs> what was that about? Oh, yeah. mate, it's my first, it's my first time on stream yard. First time on stream yard. Let's get into it. All right, so, so I'll, I'll uh, leave for a moment. Mark, you, you said then um, some of the some of the key traits, some of the different things that these people probably have in common that's led them to property success. What would be some of the common denominators between these uh, these legends of, of property that we're talking about today? Look, these are iconic people to me in property. I've, I've spent my life, um, my dad was a real estate agent for 23 years. Uh, yeah. I've been a real estate agent for almost 30 years. There's almost 60 years in property. Um, and we're passionate about property. We uh, And when you get to meet people like this, you almost wish you could document it. You almost wish you could um, share it. Um, and because uh, I think we often wonder how the hell do these guys do what they do in property? And when I say, like, it doesn't mean that they own property or lots of property, that they're my heroes, but it's almost that journey and how they went through that journey to get to that stage. And it's like, how did you do it at 21? How did you do it at 17? How did you do it at 30? And, and you know, you, you, want, you, want, you want a bit of that DNA. So let's talk about it. 
All right. So key key traits, characteristics. Um, most of these people, as you say, they probably started from quite a young age. Um, I'm sure they didn't necessarily have the desire from day dot to have this absolute enormous, and they might not have a massive portfolio of property behind them, but you know, what's the driver behind that? Why has property made these people so successful in the end? I think I know probably a bit more about the Bruno Scalaccio, um, but are there any key key points that, you know, these guys would all be sharing that started off with, with hustle? Is that is that where it comes from? Is there is there more to it? Yeah, look, and I hope people don't mind me talking about them in third party. Like, I, I know to talk about someone, you sort of, you almost need their permission or you feel bad and stuff like that. But yeah. something that strikes me about about these operators, particularly, we do see them at the end of, at the end of their at the end of their um, life. You yeah. know, so you you look at Harry Triggerboff, one of the wealthiest men in the country, um, off the back of building lots of apartments. Yeah, and you see the guy working, going to work every day. You hear about the legend, and you just think to yourself, "Why the hell would you continue to work yeah. when you've got that much, yeah. and you've got your family, and you've got your health? Why the hell are you working the same like a dog?" Um, yeah. And then you see uh, your Bruno Scalertios, and you see that. And I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I mean this respectfully to all these guys. And you think to yourself, man, why are you doing this? Why are you like? When's enough enough? Yeah. When is it that you've got enough property to turn around and say, you know, look, I, I don't have to turn up. So Bruno, for instance, if anyone doesn't know him, he's a he's a, he made his money as, as a bootmaker, as a cobbler, and uh, he's in DY. I think Bruno now is uh, he's he's in ninety three, and he turns up to work Monday to Sunday, Monday to Saturday, and he turns up. Uh, nine to five this is a, a gentleman in his 90s yeah. harry triggerboff if anyone doesn't know that he's the, the founder and, and uh, of meriton and i think they've i think they've built in excess of eighty thousand apartments now um on the eastern seaboard of australia and you think to yourself man so when you meet these guys when i meet these guys I, you know i'm always really keen to see what what the uh what the driver is between these guys and you know what james it's not it's not even, it's not, it was never about the money for these guys. Yeah. That's what I've realized. It's the ethos. And do you think that's something you're born with or it's instilled within them? Is it just the, the natural work ethic that comes with their DNA? Or is there a, is there a key driver? Is the, the driver could be, I suppose it could be anything. It's it a could be, question, man. You know, that's it could a killer be, question. It could be it could be it could be the people around you. It could be your desires and your wants and your needs, passing all else. Like there's there's a million things that could uh, could really take over this. I don't think for these people it's greed. You know, it's not about nah. wanting more and more and more, but more is nah. the byproduct of what happens from having this ethic. Ethic. Uh, you know, James, when you're a, when you're a tennis champion and you're winning world titles, was your motivation money? I don't no, it doesn't stop. No. Yeah. Do you know what but I mean? Like, I, I think that, but that's a really good question. I'd love to know people that are watching what your thoughts are. And yeah. that is, these are the, some of the leading people in property in the country um, that are working in their 90s. Like, yeah. are you, were they born with that? Were they, or, 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 or was that something they instilled in themselves? What do you reckon? I don't know. It's, it's interesting because you think, you, you, you can never envisage that for yourself from the beginning. So you, you never, 
at the beginning on day one of a career, you would never say my end goal is to have, you know, Meriton, 80,000 complex, 80,000 apartments or a port property portfolio that's probably in the triple digits. You don't ever suspect it's not normal to happen. That's a point. Not, 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 not one percenter. Um, but I think as you go along with it, they're the byproducts that continue to, you know, that it increases and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I say it's not greed, but it becomes easier as you get more wealthy, probably. Um, so, you know, if you've got that work ethic, if you've got your health, if you've got your family and you're someone that needs to work to live rather than needs to live to work. Sorry, I, I got that the wrong way around. Um, you know, it's not a chore. You do it because you enjoy it. It's a passion. And, you know, these things don't happen. The world's most successful people in their industries don't get there because of one single factor. Generally, it comes down to the passion that drives everything else within. Okay, let's let's go back to my observation, guys, about about dealing with the, these these clients that I deal with and other clients that are of of that caliber. And um, the the other things that I've noticed with these guys is they have patterns. Yeah, they have they have, uh, and they they don't stray away from their pattern. Yeah. So um, people like um, even me, um, people like. Um, Bruno in DY, unbelievable um, person, investor, um, family man. Uh, these guys have pretty good balance. Harry Triggerboff, Theo. Um, these guys have, have they're, they're successfully married, um, yeah. but they, they've, uh, you know, uh, wonderful kids. They have their trials and tribulations, but you know what? These guys have a pattern. And yep. what you said about are you, uh, is it in your DNA or do you program it? These guys programmed good, healthy patterns very yep. early in their yep. in their lives, and they actually never strayed from it. That that that's another thing I realised from these guys. So some may call that really boring. I yep. call that walking the grey line. I think it's a beautiful thing if you've got the ability. So guys and girls who are watching some of the most successful property people in the country that I've personally met, there's another trade. They have these patterns that work and they never stray from it. Nothing yeah. will stray them from it. So much so when you look at Bruno, he's 93 years of age, his patterns to go to work and he does that six days a week. The man does not need to work because everyone says that because of money, but it was yeah. never about me. Yeah. The way you often talk about it in some of our conversations, it's the holistic idea. It's the bigger picture. It's not just one element of your life. It's having successful and healthy traits across all across all boards, not just work, not just family, you know, not just exercise and health and all these things. They all come together. They, they converge essentially. And, you know, that's the formula for success. One of them on their own in isolation wouldn't be a healthy way to go about it. But, you know, if all of these things are coming together, um, you know, that, that is what really is the formula that's going to drive that success on and for sustained periods of time as well. Yeah. And again, guys, if you've just tuned in, we're talking about the smartest people in property we know, the trades they have. Um, we've talked about Harry Trigboff, we've talked about the great Bruno um, Spilucci on the Northern Beaches, we've talked about the great Theo on the Northern Beaches um, and, uh, and what these guys do. Another thing I've noticed with these guys is what they do. When they hit, they don't mean yeah. Um, they don't do things in halves. So these guys, when they make a move, 
they put everything behind that move, wrong or right, forever. Yeah. So then they won't buy the property and then sell the property and you turn around two years later and go, oh, well, they will make that property work. So they, 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 yeah, they don't miss when they hit. They, they hit hard and they don't, they don't, um, they put all their force behind it. So yeah. these guys, um, very, very common, like for instance, uh, Bruno and Theo, these guys, when they buy something, they never sell it. Never, yeah. never, 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 never. It's not sold. Stamp duty, agent's fees, all these costs, um, getting it out of property, they just don't. So uh, it's a death forever purchases. That's another trade I'll see with these guys. Yeah. And that's it. And then it all comes back down to it's not because of one single one single need to accumulate. Um, you know, it's not just for your own pocket. They then do that to then support everyone else around them. And, um, you know, that's quite a it's quite a beautiful thing actually. When you when you think of the the Scalercio idea coming from nothing, working hard, one property eventually turns into two, eventually turns into four, and then you know the development just carries itself. Um, you know, when you can see the value in not having to sell the property, there's no need. Yep. If you're and, in a and, oh, another thing as well that strikes me with with um, the smartest property people in property that I know yep. is they are they are lovely people. They are very simple people. Um, they don't complicate it, um, you know. So, and and I know I met um, uh, a gentleman called Rob Gerard, uh, family friend. Um, at the time, uh, I think he was BRW number fifty. And first time I met him, I walked away and I thought, "You expected like Einstein, do you know, any yeah. of these guys?" But these these people are very grounded. They're very they're very um, they're good people, do you know what I mean? So I think, guys and girls, if, if you don't try to make things complex, like because, yeah. we, you know, whenever we meet, we all meet amazing people, um, successful in the industry. Something that's always really striking is they're, they're, they're just good, simple people um, yeah. and they have, a, they have a good balance um, of family and health. Um, but, yeah, they don't change those patterns from the beginning, eh? Yeah. Stick to your, stick to your core is what they, is what most of them have. If you look at their business twenty five years ago, thirty five years ago, forty five years ago, sixty five years ago, it was the same business. Yeah. Would you agree that you know there is, certainly there's a conception in real estate that it's quite a superficial industry, but these people don't show the superficial side of things. No matter how big their pocket is, it's not about what you're showing to the people. It's about what remains. You know what's hidden behind people that they don't know about and that's even more impressive i think isn't it where you know you're not it's not the it's not being able to brag about how well you've done it's just keep quietly doing what you're doing chiseling away and you know building it up slowly and steadily day by day as you say stick into stick into the plan from day one or whatever the the routine was all of these little things yeah and it's almost like they're genuinely doing it for themselves and not doing it for anyone else yeah you know that's the whole idea they're, they're not they're not flashy or talking it up or because it's not about they're not doing it for you to impress you or anyone around them they're doing it just holistically because that's their that's their pattern or that's their sport or that's their craft um yeah. for them you know what i mean so they they often you know after maybe with maybe after five or ten years of working with these people you work out their depth but yeah. you know they don't show that depth up front. They don't care. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I think the ones that want to show that, and it's just all about what you're bringing to the surface, um, you spend everything that's going to build and accrue your wealth and um, <laughs> see them driving around in a brand new sports car and they've, you know, they paid 254 or they've leased it even better, but that's all the money they've got and they're living, going back to their little apartment, eating baked beans. <laughs> it's a bit of a stupid yeah. enough. It's true, you know. Yeah. And you know what? Do you mean something funny? They don't lease shit. Yeah. They lease nothing. Yeah. If they can't afford it, they don't buy it. Do you know what I mean? So that that's um that's really cool. That's yeah. that I think, I think that's and I think that's a really good discipline that all those guys have and we all should have. Um, you know, I'm not shy of debt and risk. Like it's really interesting that there's there's this appetite. Um they don't, you know, if the bank will give them the money, they will take money um, for, for a good investment. You know, so that's interesting. It's good debt over over bad debt, and there are bad debts. But you know, having a mortgage of debt isn't a negative thing, is it? At the end of the day, because it could be not at all, not at all, not nah, good healthy debt. But guys, that's the show. Um, um, and and something I'm far out of passion about that, and I don't share it much with people. Um, but um that that's and, and and that's that's my learnings you know what i mean like you know, i look at stuff like that and i think you know yeah, like well, you're, you're killed to meet and talk and be friends with amazing amazing people um and but to share those learnings is really interesting and be, you know feel a bit bad about it but yeah it's something that but you know they're, they're the role models of the industry and you know 30 years in to still get excited like that you know that's um that's quite an unbelievable thing that not many people will have after that amount of time with the amount of changing of industry and careers that people are having in the modern day. So, um, yeah, fire's still burning. Giddy up. All right. So thanks, Mark. Uh, mate. Enjoy your uh, flat cap day, civilian uniforms. See you guys. See you, See you guys. Bye.